2: now
4: Buenos dias, damas y caballeros. No, I'm not Sancho today, but I'm thinking about bringing Sancho out pretty soon, folks. Uh, Nothing like a cigar and coffee. I got to tell you, I've had a hell week. It was a week from hell. A week from hell, what I've been through the last last week, man. Um, I made it through, you know, whenever... The problem with it, though, I know a lot of you have been asking me to take a break and then, yo, Dave, you know, take a vacation. I don't know how to do this. This is what keeps my, I don't know how to do that. This is what keeps my, my sanity is I got to keep going. I, I can't give up. I got to keep pressing forward. Uh, and it was to my detriment in boxing. When I trained burnt out, that's when you go flat and, and uh, things kind of, you know, th- that's when I lost, basically. I was 36 and 0, folks. Non- that's a great winning streak. One of the best in the world. I thought I was the best in the world, period. But I let drinking, pussy, partying. And when I got burnt out, I didn't watch myself. I just kept partying and, and juggling both extremes. And then it ultimately wiped me out. I didn't have a I didn't have enough awareness to like take a step back and breathe and just uh take some time off. But you a lot of you are telling me I need some time off, so maybe I'll listen. I don't know. I definitely went through a scary, scary hell week with my parents. Thought I lost my dad. Uh, it was crazy. I, ah, I don't even like. I don't even like to talk about it, folks. You can Venmo me d Rod nineteen seventy seven d R uh, O D one nine seven seven. I appreciate any contribution. It helps me uh, keep doing this full time. When the lights go out, folks. When the lights go out on Amazon, leave an honest review, and you can read about my fucked up crazy life (laughs) and then my mama's book the mexican mix see yeah right here folks the mexican mix on amazon um i'm so fortunate she wrote this book because i always have something to remember her by so this really is a treasure in my family uh and she went public with it so i i kind of didn't want her to do that but she did and i'm help i'm helping push the book for her um folks uh the drop is down below i pinned the comment the drop that's my other channel that i'm just putting uh the degeneration of society the breakdown of society the 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 decline into the abyss of the human species i'm putting that on uh the drop i just do some fun videos on there click it subscribe uh follow me on the drop it's for fun, folks. It's to help me. It's so I don't go crazy, all right? I need to have other things to cover so I won't go insane. batshit shit crazy. Uh, but, folks, Virtual Shield 1, Virtual Shield 1, no matter who you are, protecting your personal information has never been more important than now. Try this, for example. Google your name or a friend's name and take a look at the top results. You'll likely see emails, home addresses, phone numbers, and much, much more that you never knew was out there for anybody to use. I didn't even know that. That's why I'd love to tell you about our sponsor, Virtual Shield One. Virtual Shield One will find data brokers that are storing your private information and automatically help remove you from those sites without you having to lift a finger. Plus, it'll even help you opt out of those annoying spam lists, and I can use that. Uh, Actually, since I've been on Virtual Shield, once you have it on, they don't bother you anymore. Once you turn it on, they don't bother you anymore like the ones in your inbox and call your phone number. Virtual Shield One is com- is complete privacy suite that includes identity protection, fraud monitoring, social security protection, dark web monitoring and in- industry leading VPN plus malware and ad blocking. They even monitor the dark web for you to see your social security number, address, phone number and big accounts and being exposed and will alert you immediately. Go to the clean- the link down below folks, hit it. It's down there in the description box, Virtual Shield 1. Get started on Virtual Shield 1. It works. I use it on my laptop. That's how I created the next, the new channel, and I have it on my phone. I have it on my phone, yeah. Good morning, folks. Devin Archer going to bring down the house, literally. This is going to be good, folks, and I'm going to get into that because Daniel Brinkley talked about this on Nino's Corner.TV many, many times. Well, this last time, he brought it up many times in the show, talking about how Devin Archer, everything's contingent on this guy. Don't believe me. Go to Nino's Corner.TV. TV. Brinkley has been talking about this. This is going to be good. So... Spotify is Nino's Corner, Telegram is Nino's Corner, Getter is Nino's Corner, Rumble, Nino's Corner, Truth Social, David Rodriguez Boxer, Instagram, David Nino Rodriguez Boxer, and Nino's Truth. Do I just ramble this shit off? You guys don't even go and and do it, do you? Even even though I'm putting an effort in to tell you my handles, you guys don't give a shit. Uh, PatriotWare.com, bing, right there, get yourself some cool gear. Uh, I got some new shirts coming on. I got a badass coffee with Nino with a nuclear bomb going off. It's awesome. Uh, Twitter, Nino Boxer. That's growing. Thank you, Elon Musk. Uh, Nino's Corner.TV. I'm going on with Delora O'Brien today. I got the ghost coming up. I already did the interview. It's stellar. It's actually one of his best. The ghost uh, talking about the sting operation, folks. He's letting out a little more intel. It's really good. And, uh, talking about the great awakening is destroying all narratives, all narratives, folks. Um, and there's more to come, more narratives to come. They're not done playing their hand. <laughs> uh, so this is going to be this interview I'm putting up tonight, this evening. You got to get there and watch it. It's going to be, st- it is stellar. It's a great interview. Very proud of it. Um, Tina Peters from Colorado is coming on. That's going to be, I think, tomorrow. Yeah, I'm talking to her tomorrow. I got, um, Tina Torres, who's <laughs> talks about P Diddy, P Diddy, P Diddy, P Diddy, P Diddy, talking about how she ran from the label, folks ran from the. Label. She's going to be talking about holly weird stuff. So that's coming. She's coming on. Uh, Tina Torres, Tina Torres is coming onto Nina's Corner. The TV. Uh, Sean Morton's coming back on. Everyone loved the Sean Morton talking about the Draco Human War. We're going to talk more about that. What is it exactly? I'm gonna go into in depth with him about some other issues regarding the reptilian species. let's 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 take a ride on the wild side folks. Let's see what this guy has to offer. I'm interest, I'm interested in this stuff. I like it. and then I got Wano saving coming on. We had stories of Sasquatch. <laughs> I don't know I don't know where that came from, but hey, we talked about Bigfoot. it was kind of fun. It was good just to talk about some other things finally. <laughs> and boy is he a storyteller. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Whew. All right, folks, might want to turn it down or turn it up, turn it down or turn it up, turn it down or turn it up, whatever your little heart desires, folks, get ready, because I'm about to blow the fucking mic, <laughs> turn it down or turn it up, whatever you like, come in at the from the apocalypse, folks, yeah, I had a fucked up week, ah, A lot of you are just waiting for that aneurysm, huh? (laughs) You guys are waiting. You're like, I want to see it happen. Live on YouTube. Pink. Uh, Folks, the drop. The drop is uh, my little escape from reality. Because this shit gets heavy. This shit that I'm doing right now gets real heavy. And the drop is my way of having a good time uh commentating on the degeneration of society the breakdown of humanity if you will so go to the drop uh and subscribe share and like all right god bless all the whistleblowers out there you guys are making the difference there's so many things that are happening right now that uh it's all lining up it's all lining up we're really starting to see the real goodness of humanity beat these demons. Um, look no further than Sound of Freedom. Folks, I was in the background the entire time with that movie. Um, Jim is a very close friend of me, dear friend. I introduced him to the entire Patriot community. I look back on the whole, when I very first met this guy, and I think to myself, I met him probably over 15 years ago. So I we've been friends ever since. That guy's been with me some, through some really tough times. And I think to myself, did we meet back then for everything that's happening right now? I think about that often. I'm like, man, the chain of events, my the viral video that I made, when I talked about child trafficking uh, on my porch having coffee that shot me through the stratosphere, that was able to that's how I even began podcasting was when me I came out and spoke out against this stuff. All of these chain of events that have happened. I wonder to myself quite often. Was this all divine, a hand of God? Was it all divine? Because I, man, the introduction into the Patriot community, him making the rounds, him meeting with Juanito I mean, everything. It just, I look back on it and I'm in awe. And then the movie, you know, oh, it's on the shelf. It's not going to be released. And I just felt no, man. I would tell Jim. Jim can vow for me on this. I would tell him on the phone, no, dude. This is God. This is all God, and this is going to come out at the right time, and it's going to be huge. And it is. And uh, I'm not. I'm just saying, folks, I just feel very privileged to have been a part of this and um, to watch this kind of on the sideline. Obviously, I, w- I had no part in the movie, but it was fun to watch on the sideline and see everything happen in the background. And I feel like this was definitely all God. And I am so proud of everybody in that movie and everyone that made it happen, Tim Ballard true hero, Jim, true hero, uh, Eduardo, I forget how to say his last name, the director, true hero. This has just been amazing. And, uh, it's been, it's been, I feel very privileged to have been just a fly on the wall. (laughs) All right, folks, let's talk about uh, a little bit about, you know, let's talk about, you know, like Devin Archer and stuff, you know, um, First of all, what we're seeing right now within government is a bloody knockout, dragout, war, street fight. Um, it's a bloody barroom brawl, basically, folks. That's what's happening within our government right now. Uh, Devin Archer is up to bat. This is going to be very, very interesting. You've got to pay attention to this. Daniel Brinkley is the one that told me about Devin Archer. He is the hinge guy, okay? And this guy could take down the whole friggin' biden family um you've heard daniel Brigley talk about this on my show nino's TV. about a week ago could be about two weeks ago uh this will be the first whistleblower the, the this is the big one that ties them all together folks that takes the entire house down uh this will be the guy to connect president biden and hunter biden's business associates he's gonna connect the web he's gonna do this the, folks this is when Depending on what this guy says, look, I don't know. He could come out there and be a dud. But from what I understand, this guy's a powerful, powerful whistleblower. And this guy coming out is going to change the game. And he's going to connect the dots for everybody. This guy will be the guy that brings the whole house down and connects, connects back then, Vice President Biden to all Hunter Biden's affairs. What are they going to do after that, folks? Once this comes out, I think Biden is going to have to take a step down, and then that's when the musical Democrat musical chairs will begin. What are they going to? What's he going to say when he steps down, though? I'm just too tired. I can't take any more stress. Eh. What's it going to be? I think. How are they going to do this? This is going to be entertaining. Newsom. They're going to try to put Newsom in there, or Big Mike. My. That's just my opinion. My prediction. the raiders big mike and the raiders <laughs> yeah oh this is getting entertaining i got to say folks we're winning we're winning big uh the fact that they're up against the ropes is uh fantastic um Trump sends out a dire warning that strikes fear into the cartels and everybody on Epstein Island's list. All you celebrities out there that just thought you were going to get away with it, you're not, okay? (laughs) You're not. So Trump issues new border policy video after watching Sound of Freedom. Now, this has been in the works even before watching Sound of Freedom, but this was a good reason for him to come out and say, you know what? I watched the Sound of Freedom, and I'm here to tell you this. I will wage war on the cartels and destroy them like we did ISIS. Death penalty for human traffickers. Then he gives thanks to Jim Cavizo, Eduardo, and Tim Ballard. Folks, remember this. What is going to tie all these criminals together is the human trafficking, taking part in it, (laughs) going to Epstein Island. If you went to Epstein Island... If you win you might get a you might be able to come clean and, and, and become a whistleblower yourself or you're going to absolutely face a wrath that's gonna be humili- humiliating, destroy your career um, and people will cheer it on folks. This is gonna be bad for all of them. Uh, Very bad. They can't sleep at night. They're tossing and turning. Slapping people. I mean, you don't know. I mean, I don't know, right? (laughs) They're breaking. They're breaking in public. This is what's going to tie the whole package together, folks. (laughs) This is it. This is it. So when Trump says public executions and he says death penalty to those That commit these crimes. He's speaking directly to them. And remember who this is going to tie together. Some politicians. Some celebrities. Because they wanted the power. So bad. They can't sleep at night. I guarantee you. They're not sleeping. And now that the movie Sound of Freedom came out. They're like, fuck. (laughs) Oh, shit. And Devin Archer is about to tie this whole thing together and take down the Biden family to where he has to step down because his health is just failing or whatever excuse they use. And then the Democrat musical chair starts and then you get your popcorn and you get your soda and watch this this chaos erupt. So listen to the comms when Trump dr- speaks. He he drops comms, folks. He definitely does. Like the time he said the seal has been broken. When he says the seal has been broken, when they're throwing charges at Trump, he means the seal, the cherry has been popped. You know what I'm saying? In other words, now you're going you're going after me. Now I can go after you. <laughs> what you're doing to me, I can now boomerang to you. So that means by what they did by throwing charges after charges at President Trump means it's now game on. Game on. He can go after them. All bets are off. Everything's off the table now, folks. (laughs) They messed up. They did it first, and it opens Pandora's box, folks. It really did open Pandora's box. Or should I say Pandora's papers? Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Pandora's Papers um Mike Gill. <laughs> so all these whistleblowers are coming out in droves folks. I don't even think they can kill them all. <laughs> okay? And they're getting braver and braver and braver. They're risking their lives. They're risking their lives for this country and for humanity. We only got one shot at this. And we're doing it now. Okay? We're winning. I got to make this YouTube friendly. I'm dancing around the line here. So the, so the sound of freedom came out right at the right time. I saw this movie since its conception. I saw the process behind the scenes. I told Jim multiple times over the phone, this movie will be huge, and it will come out of God's time. And, well, here we are. I don't think it could have been any better. I don't think it could have been made even earlier than this. I think right now is God's time. Um, so it's crazy timing, right? I, I don't know. I mean, I think it came at the right time. Human consciousness has now shifted folks. This just shifted. You got to understand something about human consciousness. It just shifted. It just went click. You can't put this cat back in the bag. You can't put this back in the box. Once human consciousness goes click, it's over. The deep state's trickery and magic doesn't work anymore. This had to happen first. Think about it. Really think about this. This was the fastest way to catch the entire planet up on what's going on. A movie. A movie. And it did. And I know a lot of you sit out there and say, well, I don't know about Operation Underground Railroad. I don't know. Look who invested in it. And look Hold on. Timeout. Let's think about the big picture here. What did this movie do? It just snapped everybody out of their slumber and let them look into what's really going on. So we delivered a death blow into the heart of their sick and twisted agenda. You know what that agenda was going to be? And I think now they just got set back 100 years, maybe 200 years, maybe 500 years. You know what the agenda was? That P on the end of the, you know, for Pederas. <laughs> so I am saying this, and I'm saying this on YouTube. Epstein Island goers, beware. Shit's getting real. Jeffrey Epstein's Manhattan home search included prosthetic eye- eyeballs, a human chessboard, a painting of George Bush playing with paper airplanes. You know what that means. Paper airplanes in front of two collapsed Jenga towers and Bill Bill Clinton in a blue dress. I bet he looks good in blue. Uh why was there no investigation into that? Why was there no investigation into this? Didn't this strike our intelligence agencies as odd? Well, we all know they're part of it. The only reason for no investigation into this is because they already know the answer, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) So do we, especially my audience. Alana Sky, thank you. Hey, yo, hey yo, thank you. Uh Jim Kivezo calls Donald Trump the new Moses. I don't I saw this in an article. I haven't talked to Jim I haven't talked to Jim in about 5 days. I don't know what he's doing. Um Jimmy, can you hear me? Give me a call. Thank you. Jim Kivezo calls Donald Trump the new Moses and we can't let this pass over. On Fox and Friends, uh Thursday actor Jim Kivezo. God, I feel so I'm so proud. I'm so proud of this guy, man. I'm so proud of this guy. He bounced back, huh? Talk about a holly, talk about a comeback. The comeback kid, Jim Caviezel, uh claimed with a straight face that former President Donald Trump is the new Moses. The conservative Passion of the Christ star was promoting his new movie Sound of Freedom, which dramatizes the and the exploits of anti-trafficking activist Tim Ballard. The film was made more than. The film has made more than a hundred million at the box office on a reported budget of only 14.5 million. As the interview with FNF host Brian Clemade, I don't know how to say his last name, near to the end. Cavizel said of the child trafficking issue, we have to do a lot more. We gotta start with Donald Trump. Gotta love this. Asked to elaborate, Cavizel replied, Well, he's gotta be in there because he's going to go after the traffickers. Kilmaid then asked the person of interest alum. If he'd call this to Trump's attention, Kviesel said that he he and producer Eduardo, oh, man, Berastegui, I don't know how to say his last name, forgive me, Eduardo. Uh, someone screened the film for the twice-indicted Republican challenger in Bedminster, New Jersey, the previous night. This is the new Moses, Kviesel said. I mean, I'm still Jesus, <laughs> but uh, he's the new Moses. Pharaoh, let my children go free. Trump has often ranked himself among historical greats like President Abraham Lincoln, but hearing a movie star compare him to a figure of biblical proportions is something else, I'll say. <laughs> but we're living in these times once again, folks. When do you think the 10 days of darkness is going to happen? I think when they run out of all options and they pull the plug. But that's that's for another show. Maybe I'll talk to Juanito about that. I'll put 107 to talk specifically about the 10 Days of Darkness. Let me write that down. 10 Days of Darkness with Juanito. Juanito, Juanito, let's talk about the 10 Days of Darkness. That's a good show. That's a good show. I'll get him on for that one. The race to end Trump, he must be stopped. <laughs> so this is this is a the, the, whatever. As the walls and the vice groups close in on the House hearings, the whistleblowers come out in droves. They got to stop Trump. Ah! We can't let him in there. He's going to ruin us all. So the race to end Trump must be stopped. Judge sets Trump classified documents trial for May 2024, months before the election. A federal judge has has set former President Trump's trial on charges of mishandling classified documents to start May 20th, 2024. A big nothing burger, in my opinion, and in most people's opinions. Trump's lawyers argue that the case should not head to trial until after the November 2024 presidential election, due in part to his status as a current presidential candidate. The ruling lands on a middle ground between the request of Trump's illegal oh illegal legal team. And <laughs> that's I think I read pretty fast for a boxer, you know. And federal prosecutors who push the trial to begin. In late 2023, former President Donald Trump's trial on charges of mishandling classified documents will begin on May 20th, 2024. A federal judge ordered Friday. So here we go. Judge Eileen Cannon laid out the schedule three days after defense lawyers argued that the case should not head to trial until after the November 2024 election due to Trump's status as a current presidential candidate. It will take place in the U.S. District Court in Fort Pierce, Florida, canon order. So that's a good thing. Atlanta gets ready. Atlanta police, the law enforcement gets ready for a possible possible Trump indictment, folks. So downtown Atlanta over the years has played host to the plethora of high-profile sporting, music, and culture events, as well as huge protests and rallies. But the expected indictment of former President Donald Trump in Fulton County presents unique political, logistical, and public safety challenges for law enforcement. It's the scene at Trump's federal arraignment in Miami last month is any guide. His surrender could attract hordes of protesters, counter-protesters, and news media from around the world. Law enforcement will be tasked with arranging a safe travel route for the Republican from the airport to the Fulton County Courthouse or jail to be processed. They will also need to defuse any threats from inside or outside the buildings. Expect to see cops patrolling on bikes, motorcycles, horses, and helicopters, folks. Isn't this insane? Ditto for plain clothes officers. Wow. It's not a Chamber of Commerce moment, but you want to make sure it's good to visit the city because we'll be in an international spotlight, said Joe Whitley, a former U.S. attorney in Atlanta who served as a top Department of Homeland Security official. Getting ready. Getting ready for Trump to arrive. Imagine being that powerful, like the whole city stops. It's incredible, man. An entire city, the entire world's going to stop and watch that. that. I mean, O.J. Simpson's got nothing on this. And that was big. Hunter's partner, here we go. We're going into Devin Archer now, folks. Devin Archer to drop bombshell testimony on Joe Biden's involvement. Folks, pay attention to Devin Archer. Joe Biden has been saying for years that he's never spoke to his son about his foreign business dealings. (laughs) <laughs> sure. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Devin Archer, one of Hunter's closest business associates, is expected to testify before the House Oversight Committee this week and blow the story out of the water. I've written before how Archer likely had a lot to say because he was so intimately involved. According to the New York Post, Archer is now expected to testify that Hunter put his father then the vice president, on the phone during meetings with business associates at least two dozen times. That's going to make things more difficult for Joe Biden. House Oversight Committee Chair James Comer said, we are looking forward very much to hearing from Devin Archer about all the times he was witness Joe Biden's meeting with Hunter Biden's overseas business partners when he was vice president, including on speakerphone. Folks, do you realize how nervous... Not only the Bidens are, but everybody. Clintons, Obamas, all roads lead to them. And <laughs> guess who else? I would imagine <sighs> the Bushes. House Oversight Committee. Uh, okay, one of the meetings was in Dubai on Friday, December 4th, 2015, at the Four Seasons Resort Dubai at the Jumeirah Beach where Archer went with Hunter to have a drink with one of Hunter's friends. Burisma executive Vadim Balogunsky called, saying that the owner, Michael Oglow, needed to speak to Hunter urgently. All of this is connecting the big guy, the boss. And who else? I would like to say, got to be careful on YouTube. I can't really say it, obviously, but... Big Mike's lover. <laughs> okay. Big Mike's lover. And listen to this, folks. Even with all this going on, I still have to pull something like this out and put it out there for you all can so you all can see it. Because it's all propaganda. It's all bullshit. Brutal new polls show Trump losing big. He's losing big to Biden, even with third party spoiler. A new Monmouth University poll shows shows that former President Donald Trump would be easily dispatched by President Joe Biden in 2024 rematch of the 2022 presidential election. Even if Senator Joe Manchin were to mount a third party bid that most analysts believe would hamper the Biden campaign in the national survey of 910 voters, 910 voters. Where was this? (laughs) All liberals. Uh, said they would definitely or probably support Biden. while just 40% said they would back Trump. Really? Really? Come on. The fuck out of here. (laughs) You want me to believe this? I mean, folks, consider the source. Consider the source and where they took the poll. If it's real. even Even if it's real. I highly doubt. So, DeSantis is pivoting. DeSantis is pivoting and getting a makeover, folks. A leaner, meaner DeSantis campaign faces a reboot and a reckoning. You're done, DeSantis. There ain't shit you can do. Throughout the spring, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida and his advisors waved off his sagging poll numbers with the simple fact that he wasn't yet an actual candidate for president. Two months in, however... His sputtering presidential campaign is still struggling to gain traction. Yeah, because you're a traitor, okay? We all see it, okay? Trump gave you an endorsement, and now you're going against Trump. You're a traitor. That's it. And you're Bush-controlled, okay? (laughs) We see that too. Allies are complaining about a lack of coherent message about why Republican voters should choose Mr. DeSantis over former president Donald J. Trump. Early strategic fissures have emerged between his, his own political team and the enormous super PAC that will spend tens of millions of dollars to help him. His Tallahassee based campaign has begun shedding some of the more settings, shedding some of the more than 90 workers it had hired, roughly double the Trump campaign payroll to cut swelling. Now the advisors are promising to reorient The DeSantis candidacy as an insurgent run and remake it into a leaner, meaner operation. Days after the first.
2: Order now
1: fighterflare.com flair.com
4: public glimpse into his political finances showed unsustainable levels of spending (laughs) including a taste for private planes and fundraising operation that has alarmingly dependent on his biggest contributors contributors and that did not meet its expectations folks one recent move that drew intense blowback including from republicans was the campaign's sharing a bizarre video on Twitter that attacked Mr. Trump as too friendly, as too friendly to the LGBTQ people and showed Mr. DeSantis with lasers coming out of his eyes. <laughs> uh, the video drew a range of uh, problems with some calling it homophobic and others homoradic before it even was deleted. How dare you, Mr. DeSantis? How dare you go against we the homophobic societies of whatever (laughs) all right republican calls to impeach biden grow following release of fbi documents detailing bribery allegations oh folks give me a thumbs up if you think i'm doing all right you know i'm trying my best here uh, Republicans immediately began lashing out at President Biden Thursday following his release of an unclassified FBI document detailing his alleged involvement in an international bribery scheme. Man, it just doesn't stop, does it? It just does not stop. With a number rallying for his impeachment, Senator Chuck Grassley out of Iowa released an FD-1023 form, uh, form earlier in the day which detailed how Biden, along with his son Hunter Biden, allegedly coerced Burisma CEO Michaela Zelovitsky to pay them millions of dollars in exchange for their help in getting the Ukraine prosecutor investigating the company fired. Most corrupt family to ever live in the White House. Ah, I don't know about that one. Most corrupt family to ever, at least from what we know, right? I mean, but that, all right. Most corrupt family to ever live in the White House impeach. Uh, Jim Banks out of Indiana wrote on Twitter while rep. Lauren Bobart, out of Colorado, wrote: "Read and understand just how deep the corruption goes. Biden should be thrown out of office and impeached." Folks, I think this guy, I think he's going to step down. I think there's going to be some kind of play here where he's going to, he's going to have to step down, and he's going to say that he's just too old to endure this. The question is: Next in line is. Tackling Kamala the hyena, and then after that would be McCarthy. In which, at the last second, we can put in Trump. <laughs> it's inter- folks, they are stuck between a rock and a very hard place. We got them cornered on the chessboard. Oh. Rep Jim Jordan says House could move to impeach Merrick Garland at a pretty quick pace. So they're going after Merrick Garland too, folks. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan indicated on July 23rd that Republicans could soon move to impeach Attorney General Merrick Garland after two IRS whistleblowers moved forward. So in an appearance on Fox's Sunday, Sunday morning futures, Mr. Jordan was asked by host Marina Bartiramo, Maria, Bartiromo, about recent public disclosures made by IRS agents Gary Shapley and Joe Ziegler and whether Republicans will move toward impeaching Mr. Garland. It sure looks like now, based on evidence that keeps piling up, based on what Senator Grassley released this week, the 1023 form, what we heard from whistleblowers this past week, as the conflict these statements from the Justice Department, it sure looks like we're moving in that direction at a pretty quick pace, Mr. Jordan said. I will tell you this. The Speaker has been very clear. Speaker McCarthy has said if we have to go to the, an impeachment inquiry, we will, in fact, do that. Gosh, I, I, uh, you know, I've always said Trump has him on a tight leash, but I still think to myself, you cannot trust this guy. Cannot trust McCarthy. Uh, you know, all these politicians, bro, you can't trust any of them, folks. That's why they're in the business. It's the business of pimps and hoes. It's a business of pimps and o's. You can't trust them. There's an old boxing. There's an old boxing saying: Don't hook with a hooker, and don't go out with a hooker. <laughs> okay, don't hook with a hooker, and don't go out with a hooker. By the names, CIA director William Burns, Burns to his cabinet. President Joe Biden elevated CIA Director William Burns to his cabinet on Friday, a symbolic move that underscores the intelligence chief's influence and his work in U.S. support for Ukraine. In a statement, Biden and Burns had harnessed intelligences to give our country a critical strategic advantage and credited his clear, straightforward analysis that pro- prioritized the safety and scrutiny, oh, security of the American people. Burns has been a central figure in the Biden administration, particularly in the White House strategy to declassify intelligence findings. That Russia was intending to launch a full-scale invasion on Ukraine. A career diplomat and former ambassador to Russia, Burns was sent to Moscow months before the war to warn Russia President Vladimir Putin of Washington's analysis. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. In the nearly 18 months since Putin invaded, the U.S. has provided intelligence support to Ukraine along with with weapons and ammunition. Burns has gone to Kiev repeatedly to meet with Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. He was also sent in November 2022 to warn Russia not to use nuclear weapons in the conflict. (laughs) Oh, boy. Let's get to some border news. Let's get to some border news. Thank you very much for the super chat. All of you giving to me on the super chat. It's very well uh, appreciated. So Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez. I think I met this guy once, man. I'm not sure. I would have remembered, I think. But he seems from the Tony. Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez. Que dices, puto. Tony Gonzalez. Where does that? Why do I feel like I know this guy? Tony Gonzalez, who represents 800 miles of U.S.-Mexican border, calls border tactics not acceptable. Uh Tony Gonzalez, whose Texas district includes 800 miles of the U.S.-Mexican border, said that tactics used to deter illegal immigration are not acceptable. But stopped short of criticizing Texas Governor Greg Abbott. <laughs> I'll criticize him for you. He sucks. He's a rhino. Abbott has implemented fo- floating barriers in the middle of the Rio Grande. Floating barriers in the middle of the Rio Grande, folks. I could walk across the Rio Grande. Okay, <laughs> I can walk. Come to El Paso and just look at it. You'll be like, "Where's the Rio Grande?" Oh, you mean those puddles of mud? That's all it is. You can just wa- you can walk across the Rio Grande. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's waist high in some areas. I don't know. I've never tried to swim it. Uh, as well as razor wire to deter immigrants. From entering the U.S., in an, international, in an internal complaint, a Texas state trooper raised concerns about the tactics, saying it put migrants, including young children, at risk of drowning and serious injury. The trooper also claimed Texas officials have been directed to withhold water and push them back into the river. In one instance, the trooper said he and his team rescued a woman who was stuck in the razor wire and having a miscarriage. The border crisis has been anything but humane. I think you're seeing the governor do everything he possibly can just to secure the bo- just to, c- to secure the border. Gonzalez, a Republican, told Face the Nation on Sunday. You all paying attention to what's happening to Spain? Are you all checking out what's happening to Spain here? Tony Gonzalez played for the Cincinnati Reds. Are you serious? Don't be messing with me because I'll believe it. I don't know. Spain is at risk of political gridlock after conservative win falls short of toppling PM Sanchez. <laughs> All right. Spain appears headed for political gridlock after Sunday's in- inconclusive national elections left parties on both the right and left without a clear path toward forging a new government. <laughs> Sounds like us. The conservative popular party won the elections, but it fell short of its hopes of of scoring a much bigger victory and forcing the removal of socialist prime minister Pedro Sanchez. Instead, the party led by candidate Alberto Nunez Fedeo performed below the expectations of most campaign polls, even though Sanchez socialist Finished in second place. They and their allied party celebrated the outcome as a victory since their combined forces gained slightly more seats than the PP and the far right. The block that could likely support Sanchez totaled 172 seats. The right block behind Viejo. I don't know how to say this guy's last name. Viejo. Viejo. 170. I also need to get rid of Claiborne also. Yo. Yo. All right, Gavin Newsom fines a school district $1.5 million. He fines them $1.5 million for rejecting the LGBT PRSP materials. So Governor Gavin Newsom was fined, or he has fined Tremecula School District $1.5 million after it rejected a proposed curriculum from the governor's office for the LGBT content. The Temecula County School Board voted to reject a curriculum that included a social studies book that referenced Harvey Milk, an LGBT activist and politician. Harvey Milk. Isn't that the guy that Sean Penn played in a movie? Opponents are reportedly concerned about an alleged relationship Milk had with a teenager. Well, there you go. (laughs) Need I say more? With a teenager while in his 30s because that's legal, and we want it to be legal. Never mind Sound of Freedom. Let's learn about Harvey Milk, whatever his name is. Opponents are reportedly concerned about the alleged relationship between Milk had with a teenager while in his 30s, according to the CBS News Network. (sighs) If the school board won't do its job... By its next board meeting to ensure kids start the school year with basic materials, the state will deliver the book into the hands of children and their parents and will send the district the bill and fine them for violating state law, Newsom said in July 14th press release, after the school board vowed to reject his curriculum. Wow. 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 Gavin Newsom, man. That's a demon incarnate right there. Sick. 13-year-old girl waves. Help me note at California laundromat after being kidnapped in Texas, prosecutors say. When he stopped to do laundry in Long Beach, over 1,300 miles from San Antonio, the child found her opportunity to get help, say officials. Prosecutors who accused the man of repeatedly sexually assaulting the girl, an alleged kidnapper who stands accused of taking a 13-year-old girl at gunpoint from Texas to California and sexually assaulting her along the way has been indicted for, federal, for on federal charges. The young teen has said by federal prosecutors to have weighed they help me note in a long beach laundry mat a city in los angeles county to a passerby leading to her rescue wow the suspect a 61-year-old stephen robert Sh- sablan of Cle- of clayborn clayburn texas was charged with one count of each of kidnapping and transportation of a minor with intent to engage in criminal sexual activity according to the us attorney's office his arraignment is scheduled for July 31st in downtown Los Angeles per Fox Eleven. They're all over the place. Isn't it amazing? Like, these guys are everywhere. These predators are everywhere. You know, I was talking to Juanito about this, um, about the national parks, and I was like, man, isn't it pretty? You know, we talk about different subjects. We don't always talk about deep state wars and this and that. So I talked to him about a lot of other stuff. And we were talking about national parks and how there's a lot of like uh d- disappearances there and i was like man do you think could it be aliens could it be bigfoot what and he said they actually that these national parks they don't say it they don't come out and say it, but there's actually a serial killer problem within these national parks that it's a major major problem within national parks. that's where serial killers go to uh i mean if, if you really think about it if you really think about a mind of a serial killer." That would be the play. Well, there's no camera. I mean, there it might be some trail cams, but if you really thinking about it, if you wanted to kill people out on a picnic <laughs> and blame it on a wild animal, just saying, I don't know, it makes sense to me. I don't know, does it make sense to you guys? I don't know. I think that's a very big possibility. Let's get to what the fuck news, shall we? What the fuck news? In what the, and guess what? The school board then reversed the vote unanimously. Gavin got his way. Duff. Wow. Thanks for the super chat. Uh, double header, folks. I had a what the fuck double header today. And then I think I might do a, a, a video on the drop. The drop is there in the pinned comment. So go to the pinned comment below and hit the drop and subscribe. It's just mindless fun. If you want to just take a break from all the hard stuff and go with me along my journey to commentate on social, the social breakdown of society,
0: <laughs> it's good.
4: You're going to like it. All right, double header, folks. Shocking moment. 63-year-old man is brutally attacked inside Florida movie theater after asking a couple to move out of his seat. Okay? He bought this seat, asked a couple to move, and he gets his ass kicked. So a 63-year-old man was taken to the hospital after being attacked at a Florida movie theater. The perpetrator of the attacker has not yet been identified by police, but he was caught clearly on camera during and after the attack. The violent incident was spurred by the victim asking the attacker to move out of his seat he had reserved. You know, politely, I would imagine. Do you know the identity of the victim of the attackers? If you know the identity or victim of the attackers, email newsus at dailymail.com. Newsus at dailymail.com. This is the shocking moment. A 63 year old Florida man is brutally attacked in a movie theater after asking a couple to leave his pre booked VIP seat. Horrifying footage showed the victim being pounced on by the suspect before being repeatedly pummeled during the vicious attack in Pompeo Beach, Pompano Beach. The video shows the elderly white man and his wife approach the attacker, politely ask them to move, then be violently assaulted as he tried to escape. That's so sad. Cops said they have launched a hunt for the predator, perpetrator, let's just say predator, who is black and released a security footage image of him. After the event on July 10th at 10 p.m., according to the Reese release from the Broward, Broward Sheriff's Office, the unknown man began aggressively getting in the victim's face. The aggressor moved so close to the victim, they had to take a step back and then ended up standing on the stairs in the theater's aisle. As the trailer for the new Mission Impossible installment installment plays on the screen, video footage of the incident depicts the attacker moving forward the victim, eventually showing him against a railing The victim at one point loses balance and tumbles down the aisle stairs. Uh, The attacker, who who appears to be black, then stands above the man and continues throwing punches at his head and face, stopping only when witnesses pulled him off. Why didn't anybody, why doesn't someone grab this? You know, like, I don't know if you saw the... The naked mutant cake monster. I put that on Rumble. The naked mutant cake monster that goes into the store, starts eating the cake, rubbing it all over his body. He's naked. Like, why don't people... Like, me, I know... Okay, you say I could get in trouble if I take someone and restrain them and take them down. I think that's just doing a good deed as a, as an American citizen, as a human being. I don't know. I mean, if I saw... Some, I, I don't have a problem. If I saw this in person, folks, you better believe I'm going to grab this guy, take him down in a headlock... And wait for the authorities to come. I'm not going to let an, an old man get pummeled. Not going to happen. Not on my watch. So I, you know, I, what happened to the men? What? what? Everyone's so pussified. And let me—I'm surprised no one didn't pull out their phone and just start recording so they can get likes on their social media and get a viral video. Now this double header here, folks. This really got to me. I felt really. This—it kind of sent chills down my spine. Bodybuilder Justin Vicki. Did you guys see this? Have you guys seen this? Justin Vicky dead at 33 years old after 400 pound weight breaks his neck. How the hell did this happen? I know there's a video and I had some friends like, dude, did you see this? You got to see this video. I'm like, don't send it to me. I don't feel like having a fucked up day. I've already had a fucked up week. I don't need to see this kid die. Okay. I just, I'm just, I, the last video I saw someone dying was that shark attack in Egypt where the kid's getting, like, eaten alive in front of his parents on the beach and his girlfriend or something, and he's getting... Have you guys seen that video? I don't ever want to get near an ocean again. I'll go out and look at the waves. I might put my feet in the water a little bit. I'm not going out there anymore. I don't care. Oh, you got more of a of being struck by lightning. Tell that to him. Tell that to that guy. Tell it to him. If you really think about it, and I know I'm going on tangent here, shark attacks... How do you know how many shark attacks there are? Do people come back and tell you every time? No, they get eaten, okay? And it's only if there's a witness out there looking at the, eaten, the person getting eaten that you can document it as a shark attack. What about people that go swimming alone and just don't come back? What about people that go walking on the beach by themselves and just don't come back? What about these people? I'm going to tell you here right now, I believe shark attacks happen way more frequently than you want to know, and it's being covered up. And people don't come back to tell you they've been eaten by a shark, especially if they're out there by themselves. You just chalk it up to a disappearance. Oh, he went surfing, or he went he went on a drive, never came home. Maybe something happened to him. I'm gonna hit. I'm here to tell you, no, I think they get eaten by sharks. Okay, <laughs> I'm scared to death of sharks. Okay, let's get to the bodybuilder Justin Vicky dead at 33 after 400 pound weight breaks neck. Vicky was working out at the Paradise Gym on Saturday when he was squatting weights in excess of 180 kilograms, nearly 400 pounds. With a spotter behind him, he even had a spotter. Vicky failed to complete complete the lift and fell forward, cascading the weight bar off his shoulders and snapping his neck and head forward. Bally Disco- discovery reported. The weight snapped Vicky's head forward. Breaking his neck and leading to com- compression of the nerves to his heart and respiratory systems. Oh my gosh! According to Bali Express, Vicky was reportedly rushed to the hospital where he succumbed to his injuries. Vicky's friend King Geed paid tribute to it com- in a comment to to Bali Express. Man, uh, Mass Vicky is a good person, polite and sociable. Geed told the outlet he's always. He- he always gives knowledge about the gym, and also he advises friends at the gym to always be careful not to exercise beyond the load capacity. Only ourselves can measure our own abilities. I hope Vicky will be peacefully put to sleep by God and get a proper place. The Paradise, the Paradise Bali Gym mourned Vicky in a statement on Instagram. Justin was more than just a fitness expert. He was a beacon of inspiration, motivation, and wavering support. His infectious energy and genuine passion for helping others transform their lives touched us deeply. Though countless workouts, words of encouragement, and compassionate guidance, he became an irreplaceable part of our fitness journeys and our gym family. The gym's note said, every session with Justin felt like much more than just exercise. He created a nurturing environment where he felt safe to challenge ourselves both physically and mentally, his belief in our potential pushed us beyond our limits, empowering us to discover newfound strength and resilience within ourselves. So, I think there's a video out there circulating of this man, his last moments on Earth, and I don't even want to look at it. I, <laughs> there's people that send me videos, folks, and I, I make the mistake of watching them, and it's like car accidents and people getting run over by trains, and I mean, it's just it's so bad, and and I, I don't, I. I can't help but push play sometimes and I mess up my entire day. I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> okay, I'm not even looking at them. I don't even want to get I don't even want to get curious. But I will say this is sad because there's been many times I've been squatting and I went back to put it on the I it's I'm not a big proponent for squatting. I went I, there's been times where I've been squatting and I went to go racket, and my and that's how I initially first hurt my back, folks. That was the beginning of the ending of my career right there. I caught the, my back caught the squat rack and I blew out my discs and that was it. And then I was able to box like three or four years after, further. And then ultimately that was it. It ended my career. I don't think anyone, you know, I don't really think, you know, if you really think about it, like I do quite often, you know, I, I'm looking at my championship belts right here. I got six of them. I was thinking about it to myself, and it's like, you know, it's such a blink of an eye. Do you think when you're in your 20s, you think you got forever, man? And, you know, that's really when you want to make your mark, your 20s and your 30s, at least if it's athletically, and, you know, your, your early 30s. And I feel like I made a big mark. I could have gone a lot further. I could have done things differently. I have to make peace with that um, and move on. Oh, you saw the migrant caught under a train? Yeah, that was that was terrible. That was right here in Juarez. That was right across the border. I know exactly where that happened, by the way. I had a friend. You want to hear a messed up story? I had a friend that crossed those same tracks where that lady fell down, and then she laid under the tracks, and the train went over, and then ultimately it like caught a piece of her clothing and then killed her. That's on video. I even put that on Telegram. I'm sorry I did that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know a lot of you hate me for that uh but yeah it was disturbing but i knew a kid that when we used to go party in juarez at copacabana and the strip the strip of bars that was like our little las vegas uh or like it was almost like a sixth street in austin you know we had our bars that we'd go to at 13 14 years old go party there and juarez get fucking hammered and everyone did you were an alcoholic by the time you were 14 if you lived in el paso at least back in those days and the strip of bars was awesome it was it was like we had a whole country at our disposal, folks, and all the high schools would go there all over El Paso. Everyone would go to Juárez and party, right? And there was a train that used to go really slow on the tracks, and a lot of kids would try to beat it and jump through the the spaces in between the cars, the box cars. This one kid, I wasn't there, but a bunch of friends told me about this incident. His name was—I don't know anyone—I don't want to say his name, but he—he he, everyone was climbing over the box cars going. He got caught in the between the boxcars, fell down, and the train popped his head off. And they said that he was looking around when his head was rolling, that he was looking around like he knew what happened. And he was blinking, and people saw this. People actually witnessed this. They looked at his face as his head was off, and he was still blinking and looking around like he knew what happened. How horrifying is that? How horrifying of a story is that? And that happened at the exact same place. The same place is where that video was that I put up on Telegram that I just uh, ruined all your lives with that one. Yeah, terrible, man. Terrible. I don't know if it's nerves. Think about it. It's not just nerves. It's oxygen still in your brain. Your brain's still functioning for at least 30 seconds to 45, maybe a minute until you it just goes, but. I know, I know you didn't need to hear that. Sorry, oh, sorry, sorry for being a dick. Jake Paul and Nate Diaz. I, I want to do a video on that. Jake Paul and Nate Diaz. I have Jake Paul winning. I think it's going to be a very close. It's going to be a tough fight for Jake, but uh, Nate Diaz is going in the in, into the into sparring sessions, getting hard, hard work. But you got to get, you got to work on your fundamentals. You got to work on things that aren't going to get you caught. By the, you got to work on your tech your mechanics there's defensive mechanics he would need to work on to that he could beat jake paul but if he's not working on him and he's just getting hard sparring it's not going to help him he has to be in the gym getting working on the details the devil's in the details and jake paul has very very good trainers jake paul has teachers not trainers i know one of his trainers and i think As much as I love Nate and as tough as, as tough as I know Nate is, I, Nate Diaz threw punches at him and Nate. I sparred them both in the same day. Um, I didn't, I wasn't allowed to throw punches back because I'm a heavyweight, but I, Nate probably wouldn't have cared either way, but I, I just worked defense and I felt both their power. I felt both their, both their punches. And Nate has a little bit of a a sneaky time. He has sneaky timing and, um, Um, Yeah, I just kind of walked him down and moved my head, and he was just throwing punches at me. But I think I'm going to give it to as much as I love Nate and I love his heart. um, I know what I'm looking at when it comes to boxing. I think he's going to give Jake Paul his toughest fight, his toughest fight. But I have Jake Paul winning this fight by maybe a TKO stoppage or a... uh, um a draw maybe at the very least a draw but then it's either you know a draw or a jake paul stop it he stops nate nate just takes too many punches that's what i think look i don't know i don't really watch boxing anymore folks i don't care for it anymore my life has moved on Uh, please do your own research on what what are you talking about why does everyone say that do your own research. just do your research do your research what are you talking about Jake Paul seems like a Disney character to me. I know he does. <laughs> He's a weird-looking guy. He's a weird-looking dude, isn't he? Um, the battle has been raging for se- what is What are you all talking about? Okay, this is like one of the first times I'm really paying attention to this. Half of fighting is taking a punch. It's about not taking the punch. It's about moving your head, defense. Nate's going to take a lot of punches, and that's not good. That's not good, especially at his age. When I lived on base in El Paso, a friend of mine was walking to the store, got her shoe hung on the RR tracks, and she was ran over. Dang, R- Nino, reading chat. Yeah, I'm reading the chat. Why is everyone getting plastic surgery to look like caricatures? I don't know. They're insane. It's part of. I'm gonna. I should do a story on that on the drop. I got to figure out what I'm gonna do the drop about. Tommy Morrison was legendary. Yes, he was. I know his his wife, Trisha Morrison. I was supposed to do a show with her. I was supposed to do a show with her, but I guess I didn't. I wasn't prepared. She sent me a bunch of slides to show on the show, and I, I fucked that up. Want to fight? Uh, <laughs> please, I need someone to hit. Uh, please check your email from Fight Doc One 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 for Ozone. Okay. It depends what email you sent it to. Bob and Wee, your Bob and Wee, we love you, Nino. I love you guys too, you know. The Great White Hope. I was the Great White Mexican folks. It was Sancho. Whoa. Do you guys want to see Sancho again? Because honestly, I feel like a cheese dick whenever I shave my. my I do the handlebar thing. What did I think of Frank Bruno? Frank Bruno was tough. He was a little too stiff, too stiff, too muscular. Oh, I love you too. Thank you. Come back to El Paso anytime. Thank you from. Did you get the thank you note from my son, Eric? I got I got a thank you note from someone in America. I think that was you. Yes, I did. Sancho, Sancho, white like Jamie Foxx. Yes, Sancho needs to come back ASAP. El Sancho, 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 please don't quit. Please don't quit Telegram. I'm not going to quit. I don't know what's going on with Telegram. It's spam. Why don't you guys, I, I'm dropping like a lead balloon though, and everyone is as well. Everyone's dropping there. The fa- Sancho, the father of my children. He has many children. Did you see someone claiming Nino's a girl? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, I saw that, yeah. <laughs> a 6'5, 270 pound girl, huh? All oh, muscle, baby, yeah. Oh. What do you think of ba- uh, Jamie Foxx posting on IG? I don't know. I don't even know what to think about that. I think it's this. Who knows? Well, folks, I'm going to go now. I have to get on with Delora O'Brien um, and do a show with her. So thats I'm going to try to put that on YouTube. We'll see. I love you guys. Uh, thank you for the prayers for my family. All right, folks. And the new heavyweight champion of podcasting and the Black Sheep Broadcasting, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, brother. Later. <laughs>